This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome to August 18th. We're celebrating National Fajita Day. Okay, say fajitas. 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 I do like fajitas. This is National Fajita Day. All right, you're going to have to be on fajita duty. Yes, because this is National Fajita Day. I'm making fajitas. Fajita Fridays. Fajita Fridays is mucho diferente. And one of the fajitas is going to be ready. Fajitas are served. Showtime. Refresh my memory. The fajitas are like the little tortilla sandwiches with cheese and meat in them? Or no. no, the fajitas are when they bring out, when you go to a Mexican restaurant and they bring out the sizzling hot plate of food. Meat. And you end up smelling like. Gotcha. It was like, like meat and veggies, stir yes. fried kind of. Thing. Yep. It's usually hmm. like uh, green peppers, onions. You can do steak, chicken. Shrimp. Or shrimp. all three. Yeah. I like doing the one that has pineapple and chorizo on it. So you know how we have a tendency on this show to sort of drift into food conversations like we just did now? <laughs> so that happened when I was getting my hair cut yesterday. And the topic the entire time, the entire duration of my haircut mm-hmm. was the best Mexican restaurants around the tri-state. Oh, and so everybody there were a had input. Sure. What yeah. did you select? Uh, I selected Mizunte. That's okay. one of my favorites. But, you know, they were talking about like sit-down places. Yeah. And... I was just talking, you know, strictly based on the food. Because honestly, I don't think I've ever actually sat down and ate at Mazunte, But I've had their food delivered to the house. Oh, man. Dozens of times. I'd like to recommend El Trompo. That's a real fun place to Mm -hmm. go. They do have a light-up robot on the weekends. Oh, that's fun. And when they bring you your jalapeno marg, they put a uh, sparkler in it. Oh. It's always fun. El uh, El Toro is a favorite of mine. El Toro is really good. If it's your birthday, they will bring around uh, a a illuminated airplane filled with shots on fire. That's fun. You can do (laughs) that at El Trampo, too. And they have the uh, ice cream cart, Jen, you might be interested in. Uh, Yeah, who could say no to an ice cream cart? (laughs) (laughs) How much more time do you want to talk about this? Yeah. (laughs) How many many varieties of ice cream? What kind of toppings? They have outside? So that's what they do. They bring out, look, it's an ice cream cart with toppings. To make your own kind of Yes, and they have sprinkles and cherries and little, you can do it in a cup or a cup. Well, holy cow. So funny. Legit. All right. Well, let's talk about Britney Spears, who sources saying that that uh, Sam Agari is telling friends that Britney was physically abusive over the years? Yeah, there, there's some just really sad, sad details coming out about Britney. And this is coming from TMZ. According to their latest reporting, Britney is currently in a, quote, fragile and hypersexualized state. 
And this has apparently caused her to cheat on Sam with an employee working at her home. And supposedly there is video of it. She also asked another employee to take video of her naked. She is also obsessed with knives and keeps them all over the house for, quote, protection. But the way she's prone to flying off the handle, Sam is more worried that she's going to hurt herself or him for that matter. Sources are saying that Brittany's been physically abusing Sam for years, including one time when she gave him a black eye while he was sleeping. Sam isn't saying any of this publicly. He issued a statement yesterday saying, quote, after six years of love and commitment to each other, my wife and I have decided to end our journey together. We will hold on to the love and respect we have for each other. And I wish you the best always. Stuff happens. Asking for privacy seems ridiculous. So I will just ask for everyone, including media, to be kind and thoughtful. Mm. Brittany has yet to say anything about the divorce, but she did post that picture of herself on a horse, which she is apparently going to buy for herself. And that's all we've heard from her. Has there been any other pole dancing or any other posts? No, I haven't seen. I mean, I'm sure I'll pull it up. But that was the first thing that I saw yesterday was when I showed you that video of her on the horses. Do you think the people that really got upset and emotionally involved in the free Britney movement still feel the same now as they did when they were fighting for her quote freedom well if you back them into a corner they would say hey at the end of the day regardless of her behavior she's free Mm -hmm. which some would argue is the most important aspect of this but get autonomy at what cost correct I'm wondering if she like put her Instagram on hold because she's not coming up at all under the any of the accounts. She's been known to do that before where yeah. she'll post something and then she'll just like ghost her account for a little bit. But yeah, I don't right. see it up here at all. All right, quick break. Coming up, why are strangers apologizing to Pamela Anderson? And is the NFL preparing to pay Taylor Swift to do the halftime show? They don't pay anybody to do the halftime show. They don't. A lot of people don't know that. But some are saying they might if it's Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. That's all straight ahead next. So. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Pamela Anderson says that since releasing her memoir, Love Pamela, earlier this year, her public image has totally changed for the better. Oh, that's good. I watched the um, Netflix documentary on her, and I really, it made me really respect where she is now in her life. She says, I get a lot of people walking up to me on the street saying, I had no idea who you were. And I'm so sorry for all the ways that I thought about you before, but I like you now. <laughs> That's kind of the feeling and from Pamela it. And Pamela's just like, wait, what did you think <laughs> of me before? <laughs> I think a lot of people thought she was like this, like, ditzy, dumb person. 
And she's not. Pamela says she didn't really think about it in the moment because she was so busy trying to raise two kids and just simply survive. Uh, but now she says she's working more than ever when she thought she was retired. So that's funny how life works out that way, isn't it? Yes, it is. But I'm glad she's happy. <laughs> uh, and feels someone understood now. Yeah, yeah. All right. She was very harshly judged for a very long time. Mm-hmm. That one. You know what's interesting, though, after watching that documentary about her, like, I never would have thought she was capable of doing some of the things that she does. Like, just by her image from her past life, like, the fact that she starred on Broadway in Chicago as Roxy Hart, like, that, that totally floored me that she would do something like that. Yeah. But she enjoyed pushing herself to that limit to see what she was capable of. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. So Taylor Swift is having a really good year. So people are talking about, could she maybe be the halftime performer at the Super Bowl? And there have been reports that she's been offered the gig, but she said, no, thank you. Now, someone close says it's possible that Taylor is just angling for, quote, a big check from the NFL rather than incurring the substantial cost of mounting the show because halftime performers don't get paid right. to, to perform. So that's all out of their pocket? It is 100% out of their pocket. They pay oh. whatever it costs to perform. Oh, forget that. <laughs> and you know that she would, I mean, she wouldn't just put up a boring little stage and go out there with her guitar and sing. Oh, I mean, right. she, it would it's be a production. A production yeah. She also right? doesn't need to. Yeah. Don't yeah. you remember, though, when The weekend did the halftime show, he ended up spending, like, millions of dollars of his own money. Yeah. Like, they give you a and little bit of... nobody still understood it. <laughs> but they give you a little <laughs> bit of a budget from Pepsi, but then anything you want to do over the top, that's on yeah, you. Yeah, that is 100% on you. Yeah. So it'd be insane, but uh, it'd be pretty crazy and impressive if Taylor got the NFL to pay her. I don't know. How have, how have the ratings been for the Super Bowl the past few years? Are they struggling to, to get an audience? Would it be worth their while to drop, you know, a good chunk of change to get Taylor it to might perform? Be. I'll tell you how they get the most the viewers Hayward, ever. Man. You put the Bengals in there. That's how you get the most <laughs> viewers for Super Bowl. Do the Bengals and Taylor Swift <laughs> combined? Could you imagine? I mean, you ever Swifties all over the world would be watching that. Yeah. That would be that'd be a smart move. Right. I don't know if they'd be screwing themselves though, because then every Super Bowl after that, yeah. oh, <laughs> everybody's yeah. going to want to get paid. They'd be setting a new precedent. Yeah, they don't want to open up that can of worms. Yeah, they have to decide if it's worth it. Right. But, you know, that's so much of the hype. I mean, that's that's what gets people who don't typically watch NFL football to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because, well, not, you know, as if the Super Bowl's not enough, the halftime show. You know, I wonder how many artists, like really big time A-list artists, have turned it down just because they don't get paid. That maybe now we'd consider doing it if they did. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of work. I get it. It's I do, too. a lot too. of time and expense. And, yeah. You know, she's on a tour schedule and all that, so... We will see. see. So I was thinking when I when I was reading this article about product placement in movies, uh -huh. I was trying to think of a movie where I saw the most product placement. I kept going to Blade Runner, the old Harrison Ford movie, uh, which takes place in the future. But it's got a lot of it, it had a lot of brand names that were being portrayed as still existing in the future. Mm -hmm. Like it was a part everywhere. of the film. Right. 
Um, product placement is as old as mass communication. I mean, brands pay to have their products randomly, quote unquote, show up in movies and TV shows all the time. And even if you don't notice it, you notice it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the mind trick they kind of play on us. Mm -hmm. But who plays it the best? Well, Apple, Nike, and Coca-Cola, as it turns out. New study looked at 2,227 movies and almost 900 TV shows, and they found that those brands appeared the most. Apple, Nike, Coca-Cola. Other brands near the top include Sony, Dell, HP, Adidas, and Microsoft. And the most placed product in both film and TV would be the Apple MacBook. Yeah, computers. I remember that too about Sex in the City. Remember when Carrie Bradshaw would like sit down at her little computer? Over time, it would have like different sponsors on it. And right. towards the end of the show, it always mm-hmm. had something like that. Uh, I was wrong. It was just a guess. I thought maybe it would be Blade Runner because that was the, just the one that came to mind. But the single movie with the most product placements is actually Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. they're Shake all over the cars, right? Ba- yeah, it's not surprising because it's about NASCAR. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ricky Bobby. One of my fondest childhood memories is sitting on the back porch enjoying a whole mess of pork rinds. But I can't eat them the way I used to. But thanks to Bob Dawson's, I can eat as much as I want. Bob Dawson's Diet Pork Rinds. Mmm, that's a good pork rind. Bob Dawson's Diet Pork Rinds. Healthy and delicious, like a pork rind should be. Chew Big Red. People used to call me Big Red, but I told them stop it, because there's only one Big Red, America's number one cinnamon gum. What? What'd you say? That's what I thought. Oh, I love that. I like when he talks about that Mountain Dew, Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Yeah. Uh, Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky and Bobby contains over eight product placements for every 10 minutes of oh, runtime of that movie. Oh, that's that's so, hilarious. Well, yeah, because the cars are sponsored yeah. by like Wonder Bread and all that. That's hilarious. All the visual stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so funny. So here's another kind of fun list. The 50 worst TV decisions in history, according to Rolling Stone. So I've got the top 10 here. Of worst, these are the worst TV decisions in the history of television. Wow, okay. Number 10, David Caruso leaves NYPD Blue after one season. Remember, he didn't get any money for, he wanted more money for season two. Yeah, but they kind of blamed him for that. They kind of made it sound like he was this diva. Yep, and he thought he would have this big movie career, and he left, and he did like one or two movies, and they bombed, and then that was But he was excellent. I mean, would it have killed him to throw him a little more money? I know. I know. You see both sides of that one. Right. Uh, number nine, networks prematurely called the state of Florida in the 2000 election. They named Al Gore the winner, then later had to retract their statement and hand it to George W. Bush, who won the state by 537 votes. Lesson mm. learned. We had just started our morning show oh when that God. had happened in Florida. Yeah. You remember the hanging chad? Gave us a lot of material. It sure did. HBO, TNT, Showtime, and FX turned down Breaking Bad. Oh, boy. Fox gave Chevy Chase his own late show, which was a flop. Yeah, it looked it good on bad. paper. It did. NBC makes a gigantic mess out of the Conan O'Brien, Jay Leno, The Tonight Show situation. Yeah, that yeah. was a mess. That was so poorly handled. Yep, yep. Bad. And, you know, a lot of people say Jay should take more responsibility for that, too. Yeah. Yeah, because it was just a D move. Yeah, it was. You know? It was. 
All right. Number five is Roseanne Barr got herself fired from the Roseanne reboot because of a racist tweet. Number four, Norm MacDonald is fired from Saturday Night Live for telling O.J. Simpson jokes. Remember when that happened? And the reason why? Because NBC exec Don Olemeyer was O.J.'s friend. So he didn't think the jokes were very funny. In his book, O.J. Simpson says that he would have taken a bullet or stood in front of a train for Nicole. Man, I'm going to tell you, that is some bad luck when the one guy who would have died for you kills you. That's probably... It was revealed this week that defense lawyer Johnny Cochran once abused his first wife. In his defense, Cochran said, hey, at least I didn't kill her like some people I know. (laughs) Simpson attorney Johnny Cochran put on the knit cap prosecutors say O.J. wore the night he committed the murders. Although O.J. may have heard his case when he suddenly blurted out, hey, hey, easy with that. That's my lucky stabbing hat. So he got fired yeah. because Don Olmeyer, the executive at NBC, yes. was tight with OJ? Yes. Yes. He didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Wow. All right. So number three, Fox passes on The Sopranos. Oh, wow. That was yeah. a big mistake. How could they that, have put that, never, that show I was going to say, that yeah. wouldn't have worked on Fox. I can kind of see why they were like, it's... It can't have their it's language. It's great, but we can't air it like that. Yeah. And you can't not... You can't have a bunch of gangsters like that who never swear. Right. That just wouldn't be believable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, NBC, this is number two. NBC turns Donald Trump into a TV star for The Apprentice. 14 seasons. 14 seasons of that show? 14 seasons. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And the number one, worst decision in TV history, NBC cancels Freaks and Geeks. That was a great show. It only ran for one season. Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jason Segel, Linda Cardellini. All of them. A lot, on of, that show. a lot of people we now know as these big stars yeah. all started off on that show as just little, little Freaks, nerds. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> so they they regard NBC turning Donald Trump into a TV star as the worst decision. Number they, two, they do now. I but, but thoroughly they, enjoyed that it's a show. Great show. Yeah, I thought like as a manager. Like watching Donald Trump, he seemed like the most pragmatic, level-headed, smart businessman ever. Like the way he delegated responsibility, the way that he would settle disputes, the way that he would sort of go on these fact-finding missions to find out who was really at fault or who was really screwing up, I just thought was genius He gained some respect ways. for his business mind, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Tim, you're fired. <laughs> Tim was the problem the whole time. The whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anything else? No, that's all I got. We'll leave it there for now. That's your latest D News. We got more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $25 gift card to Papa John's. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.